Help support our coverage with a free account on Privacy, the service that keeps your bank information private when shopping online. Take control of your subscriptions and other recurring payments, plus pause and close privacy cards at any time. And get $5 right now to try the service at collision.live slash privacy. Hello, Internet. I'm Scott, and this is Plug Hits Live Presents. In June, we like to feature some innovative startups doing interesting new things. And uh, today, we've got one of those interesting startups here for you. Hello. How's it going? Thanks for having me on the show. (laughs) Absolutely. Go ahead and introduce yourself to the audience. Sure thing. Uh, I'm Nicola Gloza, and I'm the CEO of Ether.One. And basically what Ether does is that it's a social and a news media platform that is using AI to mitigate misinformation and especially political polarization. All right. That is a, uh, that's a dangerous zone to be getting into uh, these days. Uh, what, what brought you to, uh, to wanting to take on this challenge? Yeah, so I'd say it's a few things. Um, A big one happens to be like a personal family thing. I'd say like almost everyone in the U.S. probably has the same exact problem. Uh, Most people can't talk to their family or friends about anything political in nature, and it's just gotten to the point out of control. I'd say the other one is my professional experience. Uh, I used to work at Warner Bros. um, in a lot of different departments and systems. So I got to see a lot of things and how the media operated there. And then I also worked at this company called Workday. I did implementations for government and education systems. So I'd say it would be like a combination of the two, especially with like the environment in the US. And then I had a pretty crazy story. Um, After Warner Bros, I got, you know, let go because um, of COVID, but I also did have a startup with a colleague of mine from SpaceX. And over time, I actually lost the startup and my job all in the same day. Um, and then no. I had this, re- yeah, yeah, like, I was like, okay, now what do I do out here in LA? And I ended up driving back to, um, you know, Florida, but I ended up taking a detour and my car got stuck on a rock in the desert. And I ended up having to hitchhike all the way back uh, with truckers across the entire US to just get back home in the midst of COVID. And the crazy part about all of this was is that I didn't even have my phone on me because I had a mental breakdown and I threw it out the window. No. So, you know, it was just like one of those days kind of thing. And four weeks completely off the grid, um, you know, just trying to think of things that are happening around me. And I, when COVID hit, everyone was talking about all these different things. And I was like, misinformation is a bigger problem than we all think. So getting to see all those perceptions in different people, countries, places, and things, I'd say that's a really big part to the startup. Sure. And, and you know, one of, one of the big problems is that misinformation comes from, from all directions, right? It can come from, as we've seen in what's happening uh, in, in Eastern Europe, we see that misinformation comes from both sides of that conflict. It's, it, I imagine it's really hard to, uh, to, well, it's certainly hard for a human being to determine what, what is and is not nonsense. Yeah. So, so how like are you tackling that? Yeah. So like everything to me is like a process, right? I don't try to take it, look at like the chaos. I try to take it step by step. So like the first part of the media is how does the route of person saying something get to where it is on Fox or CNN, right? So outlining this path, that's what our AI will do and that's how it's trained. 
will actually go to the first time something has ever been mentioned on the web. And let's say one of your politicians says, I love you. You'll actually be able to see it the first time ever anywhere on the web, whether it's video, picture, or text, over social media, news media, any kind of format, you'll be able to see it on this chart. And then you'll see the derivatives of how this news media kind of tears apart. And then at the very end, you'll actually even get to see all the fake news that's out there. So it's more of a representation visually than it is how Google currently has it, just straight up and down. Um, So that's like the first part to dismantling this whole media and communications process. And then from there, you know, there's there's seven or eight other AIs that we have to work on to help create this whole system. But, you know, slowly but surely. Right. Absolutely. And and when you're when you're a startup, slowly is the only way it happens until somebody writes you a big check. Right. Uh, So. Um, I, I know that you're a beta. Uh, I believe you're exhibiting tomorrow. So where in the process are you? Yeah, so we actually have our app on Google and Apple App Store. Um, we actually have 900 to 1,000 users each day. Um, so you get a couple of people that you could start talking to on there. Um, even if you start chatting and seeing how to make the product better, we also you know, could talk to the founders to help create this new system for all of us. Um, and, you know, now we're just focusing on user growth, um, hence collision and then, you know, sure. investors. Yeah, uh, both of those are uh, are good reasons to be a collision. Yeah. Uh, so so let's talk about this from from a general user's standpoint. Uh, how does the app work? What does it do for me? Um, yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah. So right now it's pretty pretty still in the early stages, but um, right now, you could actually up and down vote, um, comment on it, just like other social medias. But okay. it does allow you to up and down vote politicians and actually get to see their report card rating in real time, how the general public is actually thinking about them or what they've stated in the news media. Eventually, it'll be to the point where you actually can see the proof of them stating it as opposed to it just being written on an article. But this is like one of the things that is a big value add. And then in about a week or two, we're actually going live with our first AI that shows the actual bias in the news media. So if you see Fox or CNN compared to one another, the AI will actually give you a percentage of how biased it really is. Oh, now that's now that's a number or a score that I can't wait to see in action. <laughs> yeah. so it's like one of those that levels the playing field no matter who you are in this media game, right? So. Right. Because, you know, one of the things that that people know that that the, the the media companies refuse to admit is that everybody's got a bias, right? It's human nature. We've all got a bias and we tend to hang out with people that match our bias, particularly higher people who match our bias in the media. So, you know, oh, we're an objective. No, nobody's objective. That's not how <laughs> that's not how the human brain works. Of course, you're biased in one direction. Some companies are very open about it, and some companies try to pretend that that's not the case. So I think this score, so far, the score is my new favorite part of this. Yeah. I can't wait to see that. I, I, I kind of laugh because some people compare it to, like, Black Mirror, you know, the whole point okay. system and stuff. But it's it's not, like, that damaging. Um, but, you know, it, it could do some things if a politician were to promise something in the media and they didn't follow through with it. Um, you know, that could you know, help with their report card kind of ratings tank a little bit. 
So, you know, it is something that is a new system, right? It holds everyone accountable. So tread lightly for, for right now until, you know, we go live um, completely with our full-fledged AI in about three years. But, you know, this is something that's transformative. It's not, like, destructive, right? It's, it's a more of a disruptor that is helping news media fix its current systems, not destroy them. Um, same thing with politicians. You know, some of these people, uh, you know, an AI can outbeat any mind. Right, in terms of thinking of different possibilities. We don't want to replace people through this, but we want them to use AI as a tool to make better policy and laws throughout the future. Sure, yeah, that makes sense. And uh, while we've been talking, just in the interest of full disclosure, I have installed the app uh, while, while we've been talking. Uh, it's it's really interesting uh, so far. I'm, I'm on a, a bit of a... Tinderish screen here, um, with with some politicians, Bill Cassidy, Mitt Romney. Um, so so tell me what this UI is all about. Yeah, so we kind of got it from both Tinder and Hot or Not from you know uh, Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> so it's just kind of one of those things that makes it fun. Um, instead of just reading it all the time, this would be a really cool format. And plus, like this also like it makes it a little bit more interactive, right? It'll be eventually turned into like kind of a game where these stories will be broken and you'll you'll get to see piece by piece how it's broken down. And then you're going to have to read just a couple of clues and then start commenting. So you're at least a little bit more aware going into a conversation on our application. Sure. That's, that's pretty cool. Um, I'm obviously I'm just getting started for everybody who's watching. I am just getting started looking at this. But uh, yeah, it's got a lot of, of traditional social aspects to it. And then it's also got this these couple of interesting, unique features like the <laughs> like the, uh, the the Tinder type thing. That's that's cool. I can't wait to explore this some more. I imagine a lot of our viewers are going to feel the same way if they want more information or uh, links to download the app. How can they do that? Yeah, so all you have to do is go to Google or the Apple or the Google Play Store. Um, so all you have to do is type in ETHA, E-T-H-A, or in Google, it's E-T-H-A dot O-N-E. It's not dot com. Um, we did it dot one because we want the whole world to come together. Um, nice. So that's, that's the quickest way to get to us. Very cool. And tell me about the name. Yeah, this is one of my favorites, uh, favorite questions. So ETHA is derived from ethanol. Uh, so how we okay. wanted to portray it is to have distilled truth in the media. Um, but it could also mean like ethics, right? So those are kind of the two things that we wanted to involve with our name. And the bunny rabbit is almost kind of a symbol of, I wouldn't say peace per se, but definitely a very neutral animal as opposed to the donkey and the elephant. Sure, sure. Uh, I I like that. Um, I'm I'm very much looking forward to, to uh, playing around with this a little bit more uh, in the very near future in like 10 minutes or so. So <laughs> thank you so much for joining me today and coming to talk about this. Good luck exhibiting tomorrow. Um, hopefully your goals will be met. No problem. Thank you so much. And thanks for having me. Absolutely. And, and uh, that's, that's just another one of the interesting companies we're talking to um this week to end out uh june with our our startup month so definitely stay tuned uh on youtube or on the website for more interviews to come